BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Amisha Gormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. (laughs) You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. Don't you love when I start off with Remember When? (laughs) I feel like that's a lot of our episodes are Remember When. Do when? Do you remember when I had a really bad hyperpigmentation and melasma just after Brooksy? I do remember. 2012, 2011, I was going in. I was hot. I was still single. Then I got married. Then I got pregnant on my honeymoon. Fast forward, June 19th, 2012, I got a thyroid problem <laughs> and, a, and a skin problem. And a skin problem. It was fun. It was a, it was a, a fun moment. It was a tough time, though. It was a, you, you had a journey with your skin for a while. I've had a journey. I've had a journey, which today is going to lead me a little bit on my journey. We're going to take a deep dive into all things skin conditions and... I got the pleasure privately of having my own one-on-one with Dr. Hartman recently. And I got really excited. And I, after that, I, I talked to Emisha and I was like, we, I have to bring this doctor on. He is incredible. We can talk about Botox and fillers all day long, but today we're going to take a little bit of a step back and look at skin issues through a different lens with a very, very sought out dermatologist whom we adore. Dr. Corey Hartman is the medical director and board certified dermatologist of Skin Wellness Dermatology in Birmingham, Alabama. So he knows the sun, ladies. In fact, he is Alabama's number one American Board of Dermatology certified dermatologist. You know, and we wanted to share the love. Sometimes we only go East Coast, West Coast. We're taking our skin to the South. Okay, people? Welcome, Dr. Corey, or shall we call you Dr. Hartman? We can call you either. You can call me whatever you want. Yes. You know, I have to say, you know... We're pretty picky on Lipstick on the Rim now. We're over 100 episodes, Dr. Hartman. So we kind of, uh, we're doing very well. We, yeah, we're, we're in a very fortunate position to be able to to have the best of the best on, which is why you're The here. best of the best. And after speaking well, with you, you, I was like, oh my God, he's so eloquent. He speaks so like, I don't know, like I believe everything he said. <laughs> so... Just for our listeners, just a quick background story. How did you get here? And and then we're going to take a deep dive into all of our questions. Yeah, well, I tell a story that I've wanted to be a dermatologist and I've known I'd be a dermatologist since I was 13. I was fortunate enough to have a neighbor who was a dermatologist and he has been instrumental in my career and development since the beginning, Dr. Errol Quintel. So I ended up in Birmingham because I went to residency at UAB, which is a top tier dermatology program. I'd never been to Birmingham before. 20 years ago, the city was a completely different place. Now it's incredible. We have James Beard winning restaurants. We have all sorts of great activities going on downtown, a young new mayor. And I'd like to think it's because, you know, people like me who weren't from here, originally from New Orleans, started moving here and making it home in such an easy place to live. I founded up Skin Wellness 14, 15 years ago now. We have two locations. We have three dermatologists, two nurse practitioners, five estheticians, and we serve the people of Alabama but also Louisiana, Tennessee, Georgia. They've come from as far as New York, 
Nebraska, California, you know, so it's fun. We love it. We feel like we have something for everybody. Um, our staff is just winning and diverse and happy. And we spread that love to all of our patients as well. So I and, like to tell people these days, I do four things, injectables, acne, pigment, and lasers. And that's why I wanted to have you on because you really are that doctor who, and I, by the way, if you don't follow him, you got to follow him, Dr. Corey Hartman on Instagram and TikTok. I loved what you said the other day. I know you talk about like injectables and you were talking about like, like you showed like this woman's lips. Like it just was so, I think, I think sometimes women, including friends of I know and including she and like, why can't we see ourselves? So there's a thing called perception drift where you get it done once, Mm -hmm. you like the way it looks. And I can't tell you how many times I have to show people what they used to look like to just convince them of how much better they look after we do procedures. So it's kind of like watching paint dry. You get it done, you go home, and then you can't really see the changes. Well, imagine that having that happen, but also having that same happiness every time you get an injection and you think, okay, well, if I get more, then I'll look better. That's when having a doctor who's honest really comes in handy mm-hmm. because it's hard for us to keep that perspective of normal. And it becomes easy to get into a situation or a space where all you want is more and more because you start to focus on the small imperfections. And I think that's why a lot of people end up looking weird. I always say I'd rather look old and look weird. And I tell my patients, I'm the guardian of your beauty. It's going to be my job to tell you no, because you're going to ask for it before it's time. That's a sign of a good doctor. I think that yeah. is ultimately like, and, and and there's something, you know, when, when Molly was doing your intro, I think the something we learned early on in one of our first episodes was the importance of having the words board certified in front of a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon. Those words are the absolute difference between having a botched job or having a real person who knows what they're doing, do what they're doing. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if the public really understands what that means. You know, we go to school for a really long time to go to college and then medical school. And then dermatology is one of the hardest residencies to get into when you complete the residency. But at the end of the residency, there's a very grueling exam that you must pass in order to be deemed board certified. In other words, the board has determined that this examination has been successfully passed so that you can have the certification that you know what you're supposed to know. So can you be a dermatologist and not be in practicing dermatology and not be board certified? Absolutely, you can. You can. I knew that about plastic surgery and I I didn't realize, I mean, Same for dermatologists. Same, yep. What percentage do you think out there in, in, in the States right now are dermatologists that people are going to? What percentage would you say are actually board certified? Do you have any idea? The vast majority. They are. Okay. All right. That's a little majority. more, that's more comforting. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. That's a little more comforting. But again, look, you know, when you're picking your derm, you know, go on their Instagram, go yeah. on their TikTok, look what they look like, look what they, look at the look at information, the <laughs> look at yeah. the work that they do. I always say, I'm like, you better interview these people like th- this. Again, you were the guardian of the face. You're the guardian of the body or have referrals. I always have referrals. I, I'm, a, I'm a personal referral person. I like yeah, to see the work. Yeah. Word yes. of mouth is almost sometimes the we, way. Yeah. We wanted to focus a little bit on three areas. Yes. Hyperpigmentation, melasma, acne, uneven skin tone. You know, we're we're coming of the time, you know, whether you've had a baby or you're having babies or you spend too much time in the sun. Spend too much time in the sun. You have have had acne and you have really difficult scarring. And also overall tightening of the pores, your wrinkles. Just for our listeners, what, can you explain the difference between melasma and hyperpigmentation? Yes. Hyperpigmentation means darkening of the skin. And it's kind of an umbrella term for a lot of different conditions or the end result of other inflammatory conditions that just leave dark spots on your skin. So melasma, in contrast, is a specific medical condition that causes a lace-like hyperpigmented patch look on most commonly on the face, but it can also be on other areas of the body like the arms that 
comes about as a result of the interplay between sun, hormones, and heat. So that's why women get it nine times more than men do because of the hormonal component. But hyperpigmentation in and of itself can come from if you're if you have acne and it leaves behind dark spots or eczema that leaves behind dark spots. Some medications that we take, I just saw a lady this afternoon who's on a blood pressure medication that sensitizes her to the sun. So she has what we call a photodynamic allergic contact dermatitis. A lot of words. It just means that the sun is interacting with her medicine to make her skin a little more allergic and it's causing this rash. The problem is with that, a lot of people with pigment don't necessarily get the rash. They just get this darkness that just starts to develop. And so hyperpigmentation, umbrella term, melasma, a little bit more specific. How do you treat melasma? All right. Melasma is can be a beast to treat, okay? Because not one formula works for everybody. So we have many different modalities that we will use to treat melasma, sometimes in the same patient even. Melasma, there is no cure. It's also not dangerous. So it's not something that's going to harm you, but it's something that really impacts a person's self-esteem and impairs their ability to present their best face to the world. That's what happened to me, Dr. Hartman. I mean, I spent all these years doing like undone, done, no makeup, makeup. And then all of a sudden I could not leave the house. And I think, you know, even you just explaining the difference between melasma and hyperpigmentation. Listen, I think once I was in it having babies repeatedly, 2012, 2015, 2017, I think there was the melasma, but then it's mm-hmm. it shifted into the hyperpigmentation, the uneven, this being in the sun. I had early on before that, I had cystic acne. Yeah. So I can still every now and then get like a volcano that I'll have to be injected under the skin. Yeah. And I, I'm older, so I know not to pick, but to the point where like, if I don't pick it, it just, it's like an underground tumor basically. And so I do have to get it injected, but then you still leave that yucky post-inflammatory brown, all of that. So mine is, is more the uneven now, the hyperpigmentation that I have been able to kind of tame that beast. Yeah. Well, and the most important thing, like you've already kind of tapped into is controlling as much of the acne as you can, because even if you don't pick it, that the, the fact that it's been inflamed causes damage to the cells. They release the melanin. And then you have what I call the stain that's left behind after the inflammation. So you've already, but you know, you all, you also, you know, picked up, you know, a lot, Molly, you're very skin. You, you know, your skin stuff because those underground nodules, they really require injection with a tiny bit of a steroid because once the inflammation starts, it, even if you squeeze it, there's not always a pocket there. It's just like a, swelling. You don't have that. I don't. I've gotten really good though. When I do, if I have hormonal, like I'll, if during right before my period is when I'll get something right in the chin, which I know is the hormone area. Renee Rouleau has that great product. The pimple thing. I, I have it. I forget to put it on, but what I've actually gotten good at is I don't touch it. Yeah. And if I don't touch it, I literally with every ounce of willpower, don't put my finger near it. It does go down after a day or two. Mind you, I'm lucky. I am lucky. I'm very, I've never had, to, I did have bacne as a kid. Like, I think yeah. I, for about two years, when, like, right around the time I got my period, I was like, I was so embarrassed. I wouldn't wear a tank top or, you know, a bathing suit. I, I hated it. But that was my, my bout with, with acne. But in terms of treating melasma, what would you do? All right. Number one, sun, sun protection. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not going to do the sunscreen, then what are we even doing? And I was talking to a resident today, one of my residents from UAB, they rotate with me in their third year. And we were talking about a study that showed that when people use sunscreen after the melasma is under control, if it was pregnancy related and you're not pregnant anymore, that's sometimes enough to keep it under control. So that just speaks to the power of sunscreen. Now, unfortunately, it occurs outside of pregnancy. They call it the mask of pregnancy, but really Mm -hmm. you can get it without being pregnant. Women get it around any hormonal changes, even the normal fluctuations of hormones monthly. So birth control pills, hormone replacement, menopause, or just the every days of of having a cycle can cause your melasma to flare up. We're not, we're never going through menopause. So you (laughs) don't have to, you don't have to worry about that. We're forever young. We're forever young. So in terms of hyperpigmentation, what would you say? 
Yeah. So hyperpigmentation, again, we know that it's usually caused from some inflammatory condition. So we want to get that under control. And then again, sun, the sun is really always impacting any hyperpigmented situation. So you want to make sure you have good sunscreen. And then there's also a supplement called Polypodium Leucotomus. It's in a product called Heliocare, but Isden also has one called Sun Isden. And it's actually a pill that you take. And I liken it to an internal sunscreen. Mm. What it does is it's natural, but it stops the sun from having the, or the UV radiation from having the effect on your skin that causes the erythema and the redness so that we don't lead to sunburn cells, which can then lead to precancers, which can further, you know, the exacerbation of melasma and other conditions like lupus that are more dependent upon sun. So what will you, will you spell the sure. supplement one more time? Okay. Polypodium, P-O-L-Y-P-O-D-I-U-M, leucotomus, L-E-U-C-O-T-O-M-A-S. Polypodium leucotomus. That's the active ingredient. The supplement that's probably most widely available is called Heliocare. You can get that at any pharmacy, I think. But it's not a sunscreen, right? It's not it's a not, sunscreen. It's a pill. It's a pill. No, it's a pill. It's a pill that you take. Yep. I've never even heard of that. I haven't either. Yeah, it doesn't get a lot of publicity or a lot of press. I've talked about it a couple of times on TikTok, but it was when we were skiing a couple of years ago. So I need to bring it back. Bring it back um, because that's yeah. such a, that's that's a, a great tip. good tip. It's a good one. Yeah, it's available in a couple other products, but that's going to be the one that's easy to get, easiest to get, and also the one that is probably least most, you know, most affordable. And so with melasma, are you with me in saying no on lasers? Are you saying maybe a laser? Maybe a laser. Okay. But I'll tell you, okay, so if you're going to do it, first of all, never BBL or IPL. That makes it worse. Hold on. Really? It's contraindicated in melasma. It'll make your melasma worse. Yeah, those light sources, and they're great. We do BBL all day long for photo damage and, you know, lentigos and sunspots. So you can tell the difference if I walk in your door and and you look at me and you can say you have melasma, not hyperpigmentation, or you have hyperpigmentation, not melasma. You can can tell tell. that. Now, of course, there are circumstances where people have both or it's difficult to distinguish. We have little lights that we can use to help determine, but generally a dermatologist is trained to tell the difference. If you've been tuning into the podcast recently, you've heard me talk about a new skincare device I've been using and loving called Droplet. Droplet takes powerful skincare ingredients, turns them into fast moving micro mist and painlessly delivers them into your skin. Now, why is this important, you might ask? Because your skin works as a barrier, making it incredibly difficult to actually get the ingredients into your skin. This means something like collagen, which is notoriously too large for absorption, yet critical for maintaining firm, hydrated, youthful skin, can now actually penetrate your skin and keep it healthy. I've been using the collagen hydrofiller capsules for the last pretty much almost a month, and my skin feels plump, hydrated, renewed, and just really healthy and glowing. The droplet collagen formula includes other powerhouse ingredients such as peptides, which offer the lifting effect of injectables without the needles, the pain, or the downtime. You can choose from an array of colors. I have the pink, of course, and there are two sizes to choose from, a 12-pack or a 30-pack of capsules. This truly feels like skincare of the future. Droplet You guys are going to love this. It was created by MIT scientists backed by Harvard Medical School and funded by NASA. That's kind of cool, right? If you're looking to go more a natural route and avoid injectables, lasers or whatever it might be, I really think you're going to love this. I've been using mine morning and night, and it's so great to bring on a trip. It's easy. It's incredibly compact and easy to travel with. Depending on your needs, there are different treatments. You can choose from a glycolic, retinol, radiant detox, wrinkle repair, and many more. For a limited time, listeners can get $200 off your Droplet device at droplet.io and use code LIPSTICK. That's droplet.io, D-R-O-P-L-E-T-T-E dot I-O, and make sure you guys use code LIPSTICK. Again, depending on your different, you know, needs, the treatments are so awesome. I love, I just recently last week got the glycolic. I cannot wait to try the retinol and the radiant detox wrinkle repair. 
You're up next. Enjoy. Do you want to start a company but have no idea where to begin? Or do you have dreams of becoming an influencer? Well, the Life with Mariana podcast is here to help. I'm Mariana Hewitt, a Los Angeles-based influencer and co-founder of the Clean Skincare line, Summer Fridays. Each Tuesday, I'm talking to my friends from business owners, wellness experts, and more to share all of their best advice for you to live your best life. Make sure to tune in and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what's coming up each week so you don't miss an episode. And would you say with hyperpigmentation, can you can you do B, BBL or IPL? Absolutely. Those are fine for that, for sun. But melasma, if there's any component, it's you should not use it. There are other options. So the one that we that was available first is a fractionated resurfacing laser, like a Fraxel. Fraxel. Or a halo. Yeah. And those are like thulium wavelengths. The beauty of those is that they can target pigment, but they only have so much penetration. So melasma can be in the epidermis, the, the, the pigment cells, or it can be deeper in the dermis. The dermis obviously is more difficult to treat. And the wavelengths on those devices don't penetrate deep enough to affect that pigment. So then we turn to Pico second technology. And there are a few. I have the Pico Sure, which I love. There's also one called Pico Way, probably others now. But these started out as their pigment devices. So they target pigment. So initially they were rolled out as treating tattoos, which makes sense because that's pigment that we deliberately put into the skin that we want to remove. But I had it for about three years and I started thinking, well, it should work for melasma. So we tried it and it worked and we started using it. And then about four years later, the company went for the indication. So now it's actually indicated for melasma, but it works fantastically. I have patients who come in every three months, six months, they get their PikaSure treatment and they're good to go. And they don't have to do quite as much work. The thing about melasma, Molly, there's no cure. Okay. You can do everything right, get it exactly how you want it, be on the best things, and then slack a few days, go out into the sun and it's coming back. So I tell patients, we're always going to have to do something to treat it. We're always going to have to be working on it. It's just not always going to be as in-depth as this. And that's why it's good to have some good topicals in your back pocket so, to rely on most of the time. So, okay. So for the, for the Pico, is that good for hyperpigmentation and melasma or just melasma? Absolutely. Oh, I, absolutely. I'm doing yes, that. We love it. And you can use it on all skin types. It's colorblind. You can adjust it. You know, if you feel like you need to be more cautious, you get no peeling. It just turns the skin kind of red. So it's like a sledgehammer breaking up concrete. That's how it affects the pigment. So it just breaks the pigment up into smaller and smaller pieces. And then our skin is smart enough, the biology in our skin, to whisk that away in our lymphatics and drain it away. So you don't have to peel. It doesn't feel the greatest. It kind of drives it in with a little pressure, but who cares? And I'm assuming if you have acne of any sorts, like this could be good because it can get all the kind of the dirty stuff that you've picked mm. and... It gets like the pigmentation. Said, it gets, so they also say that it can help with texture. I feel like we have devices that do a better job of that. What do you like for texture? So I do like the Fraxel for texture. I like the CO2 resurfacing laser. Those are probably my favorites. The, there's RF microneedling that we can use too. But again, I, I think we go back to the old the old standards as far as resurfacing. I heard about Tixel the other day. Pixel, I'm not, I think that that is a form of CO2. Okay. Aerolase? Aerolase. Oh, Aerolase is incredible. It's good for all skin types. What, I haven't brought it on yet. They what really, is it? really want me to. What so is it? It's, an, it's a 1064 nanometer wavelength that treats acne and treats pigment. I would, and everybody can use it. The only downside about Aerolase that I can see so far is that it's a lot of treatments. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of frequent, you know? Is there downtime? No downtime. So that's great. And I, I'm interested. We were supposed to get it. Long story short, it didn't happen. But hopefully, I just saw them at the AAD and I know they're eager to get in here. I know it is amazing, so. like, how far we've come, right? Like, I was speaking to um, a plastic surgeon that I know who lives up the street, Dr. Karmanuki, and he, he says that every child on the west side of, of L.A. and takes care of a lot of wonderful, wonderful women. And he was saying, you know, with the advancement, of all of these lasers, we're almost putting like, not plastic surgeons out of business. I'm not saying I that. I know what you're saying. But he was saying to the point we've gotten so good yeah. that you can 
push it out. Yeah. You know, listen, at one point he'll always say you got to cut, but sure. you can, you can push, push that out. Now, what do you, what are your thoughts on like lasers can be cost prohibitive, right? So there's a lot of people that can't afford the laser treatment in the office. So what are your solutions? What do you say to those people? Are there some of these at-home devices that, yes, they are more expensive, but, you know, maybe cost per use. You can maybe share it with a friend. I don't know. I'm just trying to, trying to make, what's the budget-friendly version of a laser that you think Or could a red work? light, blue light. Is there anything? I, you know, I started using the Lima, L-Y-M-A. It's but does it, the, but does it work? Like, that's the question. I, I, I mean, I like it. It's, I don't know, the but I don't know light, if it works. I think red light is, is great for inflammation. You know, there are some studies that support that it can be efficacious for that. There's not an at-home device that's going to be really helpful for pigment. And the thing about it is the at-home devices are designed to be used by a non-professional. So they really can't do too much because if they did, then you run the risk of making the problem worse. Mm -hmm. And so a laser is going to usually involve some sort of heat. Pikachu doesn't. And heat, and especially brown skin, is a recipe for disaster for making hyperpigmentation worse, really on anybody. Well, the Lima is a cold, bla- cold laser. Cold laser. It's a cold but laser. It, but it's not treating hyperpigmentation, Mm-mm. right? No. Yeah, Mm-mm. it's for tightening, right? Tightening. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Tightening lasers, the microcurrents, I think, you know, like the new face and all those. I think those are fine. I think Listen, I love I love the new face. I, yeah. I use it like two or three times a week, five minutes on each side. Yeah. Like I can tell a difference. Yeah. I agree. I think on, that those are great. Yeah. But I don't think there's an equivalent for pigment at home. There's nothing. No, there's not. Yeah. You just have to use products. So then it's the cocktail yeah, so of products. So it's the cocktail use. of products that you use. Listen, I, I Which can know, be as effective. Which can be effective. Listen, after yeah. there was a long time I I, I did the hydroquinone route it it ultimately it didn't work for me at one point because i just i was like a it was like a mouse on a on a vicious cycle, a vicious cycle. Yeah. but well, it rebounds real bad too well it's like you said you forget to put your sunscreen on one day you're done yeah. and it makes yeah. me someone like me my skin so hypersensitive that it's almost like i feel like i'm more like it's worse right 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 yeah well, and, you know, there's always ochronosis, too, when you use hydroquinone. Y'all know about that, right? No. Okay, so you use hydroquinone so long that it causes the macrophages to encapsulate the pigment, and then it's there forever. Oh, well, I'm glad I don't do that. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't do that. What? Okay, let's let's switch gears a little bit to acne. Yeah, I, I'm actually curious about this one because, you know, a lot of people, especially when I was like in college years, were, you know, were using birth control to treat acne. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so that's still a thing. You know, it's, it's all about hormones and the hormones can influence the oil glands, which then impact the acne. Mm. I don't like birth control pills because they can cause other issues that we don't necessarily want. And then, you know, if a kid, a woman, a girl's like 13, 14 years old, like, do we really want to get into that whole conversation with the mom and birth control? We're in the South. But there are, there's a medicine called spironolactone that you may have heard of, Mm -hmm. which is the reason that a lot of those birth control pills are even effective. So you can use that by itself. It's the gold standard for hormonal acne in women. It's cheap. It keeps, it makes you go to the bathroom a lot, but it, hey, it keeps water weight down. Women Listen, love that. Listen, it's a little natural <laughs> diuretic. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that to me is a better route. You know, I'm old school at this point. So when I was coming through residency to start somebody on a birth control pill, you had to do a bi-manual exam and do the whole gynecological thing. And I just didn't feel comfortable with that. So many years out of practice, I hear that the standard of, standards have changed, but I feel confident with my armamentarium of getting people clear without having a youth birth control. Do you use anything topical for acne? Oh, tons. Yeah, everybody needs a retinoid. So that's like staple. Everybody needs a retinoid. That's the gold standard. Everybody gets that. It can be, you know, difficult to tolerate, particularly at first or if you're using the wrong product in the wrong time of year, but everybody needs that. And then there are a lot of great topicals. So there's actually a newer one called Winlevy. It was highly anticipated for a few years, W-I-N-L-E-V-I. It is a topical clascoderone. So it's a cousin to spironolactone. And when used twice daily, 
That's the only bad thing. It's twice daily and it really has to be twice daily. It can get the acne under control for those women who just, some people just don't want to take a pill. They just, you know, even if it's going to work, they're just not into it. So it's given us a good option for those ladies or for people who, women who have, you know, side effects to the pills, men, you know, can't take spironolactone, but they can use Winlevy. So it's opened up a whole new world of possibilities and we're really excited about it. Men can't take spironolactone because the testosterone, correct? Right. Exactly. And, and is that a replacement for Accutane, for example? So Accutane and spironolactone, to me, work on different types of acne. Okay. I've had people who have had um, acne treated with isotretinoin or Accutane that did great. Then they started flaring up again with hormonal acne because that's not the point of the Accutane. Mm. You see? That's yeah. what happened to me. Yeah. It seems unfair that 40-something-year-old women have to deal with acne and start to see the development of wrinkles, but it's the hormones. And there's a large percentage, I think like 35% of women have acne that as an adult, but they didn't even have it as a teenager. So it's not a good predictor if you had it as a teenager, if you're going to have it as an adult at all. Is it genetic at all? I think that there is a genetic component there for is, sure. Right? We definitely see parents who've both been on Accutane who have kids who, you know, need Accutane. So let's talk 13, 14, 15. They're breaking out. It's pretty bad. Some people don't want to do anything. Other people like, what are you are willing to do? So I, I have parents yeah. on both sides of, uh, of the field. What is your philosophy? All right. So as long as the child is on board and concerned about it, then I think we should go for it. I don't think that kids need very elaborate regimens. You know, I usually will start with just a, an acne cleanser in the shower. We're not asking you to do anything extra, right? You're, you're washing your face, hopefully, in the shower yeah. every day. You're showering every day, right? You know what I mean? Let's just use this instead. That's a good place to start. And then well, if, if I feel like they care enough, then we'll add like a retinoid in. Yeah, like literally, I, Brooks was showering. I was like, did you, did you use soap? He goes, I don't really need it. I go, well... <laughs> Well, what do you mean? You yeah. Your armpits, your butt, your yeah. butthole. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, you need it. Oh, yeah, you I'm need like, it. He's like, oh, I'm like, you're 10. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in the shower every day. I, I, that is something with my kids, especially when, if you're a tween, you know, like some girls that we know are, if you're not showering every day, there's oil that builds up on your face. Yes. And then I, by the way, I see it. I see that she's got like bumps on her forehead now. And yeah, so now yeah, you've, yeah. You, you, where there may not have been an issue, you've created an issue because you're not properly mm -hmm. cleaning your skin. So now you're gonna have to exactly. deal with that. I've just seen so many girls that, you know, start to break up and it really, like the moms will call me and be like, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, go see a derm because, yeah. you know, they're starting to fall apart. They're not going to want, they're not wanting to go to school. They're not, I mean, this is the first time, like, it's like, bam, it's, 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 well, it's those hard. Those hormones hit them hard and the hormones get the oil cranking and then that clogs the pores. And then before you know it, I say treat, I mean, I say treat if the child is ready. The thing is, I also see the cases where they don't do anything or they do it too late. Then they have scarring that they have to deal with. And scarring is forever. And scarring so, is forever. Yeah. If you could just do something that would help to keep it at bay, I think it goes a long way. Do you ever advise your clients, you know, specific, specifically talking about skin with nutrition? Do you talk oh, yeah. about... Yeah. When I, it's funny, you know, we've gone through an evolution with that in dermatology. When I was a resident professor who was the... She was, she's now the chair of the department. She was the president of the American Academy of Dermatology. And she used to tell people, oh, you can eat whatever you want. Just don't rub it on your face. That was our thinking. We didn't think diet had anything to do with it. And then we started to figure out, well, maybe there are some proteins that are affecting the way that these androgens interact with these oil glands and making this acne worse. The first that was identified was the whey protein in skim milk. So if you're doing a lot of whey, or drinking a lot of skim milk, that has been proven to cause acne breakouts. Are you kidding the other me? One, yeah, another one is a, a high glucose, high glycemic index diet. So all the sugary white mm -hmm. stuff, you know, all the stuff we shouldn't be eating anyway, that you guys probably don't eat a lot of in California can cause acne breakouts. 
So the, the research on that is changing a lot and it's changing rapidly and it's giving people more information so that they can, you know, make holistic choices. We want to arm people with as much information as possible. And to the extent that we can help identify things that are making the acne flare up, we want to do that. It's no secret that I love Array. I love them for two reasons. One, they only use natural ingredients. Two, they really, really work. So what is Array? Array was founded on a simple principle to help women feel their best. Formulated by naturopathic doctors, they've created 100% natural supplements with real results. Their product line is comprised of three products, bloat, calm, and sleep alchemy capsules to help solve everyday problems that women constantly find themselves dealing with. I mean, who hasn't experienced bloating, anxiety, and insomnia? Lord knows I have, and and all my friends. Today, I'm going to specifically talk about the bloat capsules, which we will always have in stock in my office and because I find myself taking these most out of the three capsule types. There are five herb and one fruit-based digestive enzyme that targets bloat so you feel relief quickly, addressing all possible causes of bloating. So we're talking heartburn reduction, speeding up the breakdown of food, and gas prevention. I take two, sometimes three capsules right after eating, and it doesn't matter necessarily how healthy or unhealthy your meal is. I find that kale or quinoa or vegetables, especially raw vegetables, really can be quite hard to break down. I love that these are completely designed to be taken as needed. Let's go through some of the ingredients so you can hear firsthand everything that's in them. There's bromelain, which helps speeds up food breakdown. Ginger root, digestion stimulation, which we all need. Lemon balm and peppermint for gas prevention. Dandelion root for liver health and slippery elm for digestive organ protection. That's it. Six ingredients and nothing else. I know you guys are going to love these. Keep them in your office. Keep them in your purse. Keep them in your car. Keep them in your bathroom. You can thank me later. Ah, and I got their new product. I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. I literally just got it last week. And it's beautiful. But you guys, go to Array.com, A-R-R-A-E.com, and use code LIPSTICK at checkout to get 15% off your first purchase and a free sleep mini. Are you a shoe person? I'm a shoe person, and today we're going to be exclusively talking about shoes. Why? Because Macy's Great Shoe Sale is here, starting today, just in time for spring. But let's be honest, do we ever need a reason to talk about shoes? Now through April 16th, that's right, April 16th, get 40% off when you buy two or more pairs of shoes, or 30% off when you buy one pair. If I were you, I would take advantage of the 40% off and get two new pairs of shoes. I mean, it's a total win-win. If you're looking for a platform sandal, a new heel, maybe a boot, sneakers, sneakers, they're so in. Macy's has the perfect options to complete any look. Whether you're looking for something really specific or just want to browse and be inspired, I know you'll no doubt find something you love. As always, they do such a great job of curating. It's really their specialty. Every category, it's organized, it's easy to shop. Beyond different types of shoes, you can shop by evening, wedding, pastels. Pastels are really in people. You can even shop by comfort, contemporary, and sustainability. I'm definitely getting a few new pairs of sandals. I always like to refresh my sandal rotation for the spring and summer months. I'm going to get a few slides, maybe some, some with a back, which would be easier to walk in, maybe something with a little heel, not too tall for nights. Calvin Klein, ugh makes a great slip-on that comes in a few colors with a really beautiful knotting detail, and I love the white. Also, like I said, a great, fun tennis shoe. Dress it up, dress it down. So make sure you check out Macy's.com before it's too late. Some exclusions apply. See Macy's.com for details. Don't forget April 4th to April 16th. Get 40% off when you buy two or more pairs or 30% off if you buy one pair. Just go to Macy's.com or Macy's.com slash shoes. We learned from um, Dr. Geller, who's an endocrinologist that we've had on a few times. We learned from him that he, you know, feels strong that probiotics can help with acne. Do you do you follow suit with that? And are there any probiotics that you recommend? Yeah, well, I do think that a lot of skin issues are tied to gut issues. Mm -hmm. And so keeping that balance of bacteria is really important. 
I don't really point to any supplements in particular. I tell people to just try to incorporate it into their diet. So Greek yogurt, you know, I know Siggy is really high in prebiotics and probiotics. And then what's the soda? I drink one every day. I can't remember. Poppy. 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 Love Poppy. I love Poppy. Yes, yes, yes. They taste good. You guys, you can give that to your teen too. Like if you want to, right? It's true. And it's like satisfies the urge. It doesn't have the sugar, you know, you get the carbonation. It's like a win-win. It looks pretty. They come in like 12 flavors. We, as a family, drink it. We drink it here. We drink it at the office. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. What are you seeing in terms of your patients right now? You're mainly in the South. What are, what are women coming to? Is it texture? Is it is it wrinkles? Is it pores? Is it just Botox, injection? Filler. Like, what are you seeing? Yeah, everybody's feeling tired. Coming out of the pandemic, everybody just felt kind of tired and drained. So it's a lot of filler and just getting everybody a little more spruced up. You know, I have a very natural aesthetic. I don't want to ever contribute to filler face. I think that everybody has some unique qualities that we do not want to ever diminish. We want to enhance and we don't want to gild the lily and make, you know, add stuff that we we don't need. So just a little goes a long way. And I, I think that I'm hoping, I'm hope that I'm helping people to see that you can get these things done and nobody ever knows. My goal is for nobody to know you had anything injected. So That's let me ask you a question. So if you look at Botox and fillers, are there better fillers than other fillers? Or is there other, is there better Botox? Should we be asking for like a certain Botox or a certain filler? They're all different flavors. I, I, I say like Botox, Dysport, they're all just like Cocos to Pepsi. It's just a different brand. It's a different flavor. It's got a different personality. I wouldn't say that any is better than any other. I stock them all. We use them all in certain situations. I think that patients also help to find the one that they identify with the most and the best. Duration, the way that it feels, the results that it delivers, those are all things that are key. You know, you have a conversation with a patient, you try to figure out which product would be best for them. Same with the fillers. You know, there are certain fillers that behave better, play better in certain areas. You look at the skin type, you look at the skin texture, you look at what they're going for, and you kind of mix and match and figure out what it is that the patient needs to get them to their desired you know, outcome. The other thing that patients are coming in a lot complaining about that we haven't figured out yet is dullness. Mm. But just a dullness in the skin. It's it's my 40-year-old. It's my Gen Xers. It's, it's, you know? it's, they, get, they don't exfoliate enough and they do too much retin-A. We have actually, and we've said this statement, we don't even know if it's true or not. So does some Botox or fillers metabolize different in different humans, different people? Like can, does one last longer or is it just, yeah. it really is dependent on the person? All right, so we have, five different toxins. One of them is in a class by itself. It's brand new. It binds with a peptide. But the other four, I would always say that if you ask four different people, you're going to get four different answers. Mm. And I think so many things impact a patient's experience with a toxin, the way that it was injected, you know, the amount that was injected, which can vary from injector to injector. If they got a deal that day, if they were in a good mood that day, if, you know, there's so many things I think psychologically that go into whether or not you view a product favorably or not. But I've had people who had one and had it for years and then started noticing that it didn't give them the duration that they needed. They went to a different one and got it. So, you know, it's, I, it's I didn't the, even know that there was a difference, to be perfectly honest. I had no idea. Yep. There are four brands of neurotoxin that bind with the protein. There's Botox, the OG, Bisport, Javot, and Xeomin. And what's the new one that you just mentioned? Because I, I Daxify. Just, that's that's what I heard about. Is that Daxify is the new one. It's peptides. Binds with a peptide instead of a protein. I've had it. I was the first in the state to get it. We've played around with it. It works well. The thing is, because it binds that way, they think it absorbs better and that it can last longer. So in the studies, as opposed to four months with the others, this, their studies show that they can last six months up to nine months oh, now. Wow. I'm going to Birmingham, we'll Alabama. In in yeah. We're going yeah. to Birmingham. Dr. Hartman, we're hopping on a plane coming we to see you. We are going to Birmingham, Alabama. Some James Beard restaurants and some Botox. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. True or false? Should you lie down after getting filler or Botox? 
filler, there's really no option and no problem with that. I wouldn't lie face down for about an hour or two. You still, it has some moldability where if you compress it, you can alter the, the outcome. With the Botox, it's more a an issue of helping the product to spread to different muscles that weren't intended before it settles in. So I say three hours, just don't lie down. Have I ever seen it happen? No, but you know, who knows? Yeah, that's one of our standards. Well, there's this, you know, this whole new trend about the probably gonna say it wrong, buccal, your buccal fat underneath fat pads. Bu- buccal yeah. fat pads, where women now and young girls are removing this fat. My only question is, as you get older, where I mean, where you're gonna be go? like a slush, where does it go? Listen. I think it's a bad idea. I do think there are patients who can benefit from that, but those patients are few and far between, and they're usually very full face. The problem is, ladies, when you get older, the fa- the fullness, you're going to want every bit of it. <laughs> we were talking about that because we, you know, there are a lot of people who, you know, in the fashion industry and in, in entertainment, like they get, they, they get very thin. And as they age, their face, obviously starts to look it older and it it droops. Yeah. Then they start to fill it with filler and they just look like chipmunks. They oh, look this, and, yeah, they look bad. But then they also start to look like the same. Older. But they also well, look okay. the same as other this people. Is, yes. Right. And that's what they, freaked me out. Filler face. It freaked look, me out. Yeah. I think that goes yeah. back to our kind of our first question about do they just do people just not see it? Yeah. yeah. It's they what don't perception, see it. per, what was it? What would you call it? Per, perception drift. And that's drift. Dr. Sabrina Fabi, who has published on that, my friend Sabrina. But she talked, you know, we all talk about it, but she kind of like put a name to it and described this phenomenon. And it, it's real, unfortunately. And what do you think about filler for under the eyes? Because there's a, a, I, a real divide between what yes. people think doing it or not doing it. I do it all day long, but it's this is the last place you inject. Okay, it's really about lifting laterally and then you address the tear trough. I do agree that people are rushing to fill the tear trough and they're looking weird because they're not using the ligaments to get the lift and the the foundation of the lift from the lateral face. It's all about this part. Mm -hmm. You get that part right and then it'll look natural because I, I have this thing that I do with my residents when they come where we do one half of the face and I show them before we even touch the tear trough, how much improvement we get in the tear trough when we properly fill the temple and the cheek. Hmm. You use those ligaments to get the, you know, to lift, and then you see a dramatic change just from doing that. So if you're not doing that and you're just rushing to fill the tear trough, you can fill it all day long. And it just looks weird. It looks it heavy. Look, yeah, it looks, that, it looks just, heavy. That Their eyes me. look smaller. Yeah. Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah, that, there's something about that just freaks me out. In the interest of aging gracefully and looking like the best version of yourself, what's your take on how to maintain looking your best at any age? All right. Sunscreen. I would advise that for everybody. You know, you need to exfoliate. And I'm a firm believer in a few different things that help stimulate collagen. So I do think a little Botox goes a long way, a little bit. You know, we we stop the muscles from moving, stop the lines from getting etched in. Botox also stimulates collagen. Oh, I, don't know. I like microneedling. Microneedling is, you know, low cost, low downtime. It's collagen induction therapy. That's the real name for it. And it does wonders for acne scarring, that sagginess. Like I'm not a huge and I I feel bad saying this, but like we talk to so many people like about the lasers that try to tighten. Yeah. And I mean, there is you talk about a divide. Some are like, no way, like plastic surgeons, like they cause more damage than good. They don't do anything. They hurt. And some are like, they're the holy grail. Yeah. I'm a dermatologist. So I'm going to be on, I'm, they, lasers can do amazing thing, things when used properly and in conjunction with the right other products. Mm-hmm. I do think that there's a lot of benefits there. But, but I love also, the microneedling. I, oh yeah, microneedling I, is clutch. For because sure. it's again, it doesn't cost a lot. Gives a little damage to the skin. You get that glow. It's, I like it. And isn't there like, like a it. whole thing people are doing like that microneedling with like PRP? The high, and yeah. yeah, that's what Dr. B yeah. does. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. She calls yeah. it like the, the gold something. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's great. yeah, we had to rename it <laughs> after the original name, <laughs> um, which I won't say. Mm. 
the OG. Okay, we'd love to do a little rapid fire here on Lipstick on sure. the Rim. What's the Let's favorite go. thing about your job? Ooh, I love that I love what I do. I think that patients, when they tell me that, I can really tell that you love what you do. I think that makes me the happiest. But I like helping people realize their best potential. Oh, I love that. If you could have any other job, what would it be? It's a good one. Oh, my goodness. I would probably be, you know, I did like musical, like I was in choirs and stuff in high school. So I'd probably do something in the music industry. What's your superpower? My superpower is that I can usually read people very well in a very short period of time. Hmm. Hmm. What's your go-to cocktail? Right now, it's just tequila on the rocks with like a drop of lime juice. <laughs> we could have a drink with you, we doctor. Have a drink While you're you. injecting us, we could While have a cocktail. While you're injecting yeah. us, you could have a cocktail in our face and a cocktail in our hand. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. One thing you'd bring on a deserted island? Wow. I would bring, I'd probably bring a book and it would probably be the color purple because I think I could mm. read that over and over and over again. If we were to be in Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. What, Dr. Corey Hartman, is your favorite restaurant? Bottega. Easy. Bottega. Like I've heard Mimi yes. talk about that. I think Mimi has <laughs> talked about it. We have a Bottega really good friend. She's in Birmingham all the time. So mm -hmm. I hear about yeah. all the restaurants. What's your biggest indulgence? I love really expensive shoes. Ooh, we really could all be friends. We really could all be friends. Yeah. What's the last thing you do before you go to bed? Pray. We need to. We do too. We always ask every guest before they go, if you could give advice to your 10-year-old self, what would it be? If I could tell myself anything at 10 years old, I'd probably tell myself that they don't matter because I spent so much of my youth worried about like what my friends thought or what people that I'm not even friends with anymore thought. And, you know, trying to like fit into boxes that I didn't need to fit into. So I would probably tell myself, don't even worry about it. They don't matter. Dr. Corey Hartman, follow him on Instagram, on TikTok. If you guys literally, Kentucky, Alabama, Illinois, I mean like New York, Atlanta, New Jersey. Georgia, New York, New York, like he is incredible. And he really is, you really do treat you know, all the four pillars that we're all concerned with. <laughs> and we just, we think the world of you. Thank, Thank you, you for so being much. On. Yeah. Thanks for being on. And thanks for being so honest. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you. We're fun. You know what? We are fun. And I have to say, you guys can't see Dr. Corey Hartman. He's got very beautiful handsome. eyes. He's very <laughs> handsome. If you want your dermatologist to be good looking, which I'm always like, look at your dermatologist. Does he look normal? <laughs> Does she look normal? All right, you guys. Thank you. Next week. Oh, we've got another, another week. We got another week. Thank you guys for listening. As always, check out Lipstick on the Rim on Tell our Instagram. Tell us what you think on our TikTok. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Amisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.